Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I am coming to you from my third address in 30 days and excited to finally be getting settled. The last month has been a lot of moving, a lot of shaking, a lot of GPS using (laughs) that honestly, I still have to use every single time I want to get back to my house from anywhere. So that's been fun. Um, But I'm excited to just be finally getting to unpack all of my stuff and find a home for all of it. And it's just, it's super fun to be decorating a new space. Also, I hate it more than anything. (laughs) I don't know how I can be so excited, but also hate it. But I really also just wish that it came decorated. I, I just can't. I get overwhelmed, which ironically is the topic for today. But I just, I, we went to Ikea the other day and I just want everything. And I don't, I have a, uh, I don't have a style. <laughs> I just want everything and none of it looks good together. Thankfully, David is very good at interior design and making things look really nice. So he'll be doing all of that, but I will be giving him feedback. So I'm excited. I just know that I want a lot of gold accents everywhere. That's kind of my only thing. In fact, yesterday he said, somebody could paint an elephant turd gold and you'd, you'd want to buy it. And I was like, I probably would actually, I, I totally would. I would totally buy that. I am a huge fan of gold. So interestingly enough, um, the topic today is overwhelm. And I did want to bring that up because of all of the overwhelm that I feel like I've gone through over the last month. And I personally was a big binge eater due to stress and overwhelm. And ironically, I constantly put myself in stressful and overwhelming situations. And so the cycle continued for a very, very long time. But I know that it can be really common for women to eat when they're overwhelmed or stressed. I mean, that's a huge coping skill for nighttime eating, right? I mean, it's like the end of the day, take the edge off. An example that I use that just really has related to me when I was binge eating is that it felt like a pressure cooker. It felt like all day long, I would be doing things and taking on tasks or signing up for things before I really even realized if I had time to do it or even wanted to do it. I would just say yes. And then by the end of the day, I was so overwhelmed. I was so just dead and exhausted and stressed that food would be like hitting that release valve on your Instant Pot. And it would just let everything escape. My brain finally got quiet. I was finally able to relax. However, that feeling of relaxation, the window over time got shorter and shorter and shorter and was quickly followed up with guilt, shame, and anxiety from everything that I had just consumed. 
So the fact that I've been able to go through three addresses, a move across the country to a place that I've never seen, eating out constantly, tons of curveballs thrown at us, looking for an apartment, trying to find a new place to live, and not having my stuff, and not binge eating, right? Not having to use food to cope with life is a miracle. It is a miracle. And, you know, I do this work because I was someone that, honest to God, thought I would be in a nursing home hoarding other people's cookies and putting them in my pockets to eat alone in my in my nursing home room by myself. Like I truly thought I just have to design my life around this thing because I'm never not going to have it. I'm never not going to be an emotional or binge eater. I'm never going to be able to exist with chocolate or cereal or ice cream or bread in my house. And I do. There is tons of food downstairs right now. There has been huge uncertainty and chaos over the last month that I have been able to cope with, that I have been able to deal with. So if you are someone who feels like, oh my gosh, I'm just destined to be this way forever, that is a lie. And if you're interested in how to stop, if you would like the fastest way and the easiest way, and I would say the most fun way, because I think that this work can be fun, even though it is very serious, you can message me. And if I'm taking on some new clients, which I am currently, it just depends on when you listen to this, um, we can set up a phone call and see if we're a fit and just kind of go from there. So I will drop my email address and Instagram handle in the show notes. And you can find me through either of those and connect with me and just let me know that you're interested and I will follow up with you. But Back to the topic of overwhelm. So I want to share with you three tips that I use for combating overwhelm, anxiety, panic, all of those really fun emotions that tend to lead us to want to eat, to, again, take that edge off, to quiet the brain, to kind of reset. Now, I know if you're like any of the women that I work with, you want something big. You want it to be big and exciting and flashy. And I'm going to tell you what this is. And you're going to be like, that's not enough. I need something more. And that's fine. Know that that is what your head wants you to do. But also know that the way your head thinks and and goes through life is exactly why you continue to struggle with food. Doing the same thing will give you more of the same thing. So plan on needing to do some things that feel like something you wouldn't normally do because things that you normally do continue giving you the results that you already have. Okay? So it might feel anticlimactic. I'm okay with that. (laughs) So the first step is a brain dump, a thought download, writing in a journal. I don't really care what you call it. I used to have a big hangup about writing in a journal because I had this idea of how it needed to look. Like I needed to have 
tea and a beautiful journal and a nice pin and a cozy blanket and a comfy chair. And I needed to like be so serene and write in my journal and fill out like a page or two and it needed to be great. Oh my God, my stuff does not look like that. Okay, half the time it's on random pieces of paper. So just throw that out. If you're someone like me that thinks it has to be this whole kit and caboodle to get started, that will keep you from ever getting started, which is actually a great idea for another podcast about how to set goals. So it doesn't have to be beautiful or glamorous. Just get a piece of paper and write down what is going on in your head. Write down what it is you're going back and forth about on what you need to do. So an example I like to give is for me, and this is like a real life example here, I have a really hard time taking things to the post office. I do not know what it is. It's this mental block I have about going to the post office and I can have an envelope. It's ready to go like the stamp, the address, everything. I just have to take it there and drop it off. And it will take me weeks to do that. Maybe it's a return on a piece of clothing. Maybe it's just a bill. Maybe it's something urgent. (laughs) It doesn't really matter. It takes me a very long time to do a very simple task. And so what should take... I don't know if I'm thinking back to Oregon, my house in Oregon, the post office was like, oh, I don't know, approximately four minutes door to door. So I could have taken that letter to the post office or package to the post office in four minutes. But instead, what I do is I look at that stupid post office package or letter on my table or in my car, because often it makes it to the car and then it just sits there and I look at it. And for about 32 times over the next two weeks, I think, oh my gosh, I need to do that. Oh, I totally need to do that. Or I'll be out on a run and I'll be like, oh yeah, I need to do that stupid package. Or I'll be going somewhere at the store and I'll think about it again and like, okay, I really, I'm doing it later today. So I end up wasting like an hour of my life thinking about something that could actually take me four minutes. Four minutes. But instead I go back and forth and think I should do it and remember to do it. And it's not efficient. And it leads me to being distracted. It occupies my brain space. And it makes me feel overwhelmed because it's always in the back of my mind. It's always that lingering thing, that tug that's like, oh, I, I need to do that. I have to do that. I'm actually doing that with an oil change at this very moment. I have been saying I need to get my oil changed for about three weeks now. And it's annoying, right? I'll get in my car. Every single time I get in my car, I'm like, I need to change the oil. Oh my gosh, go get the damn oil changed, Renee, right? And so I'm going to take my own advice and do what I'm telling you guys. And so step one is to write everything out because going through these moves that I've been going through, it's easy for me to think about every single thing I need to get for this new house that we're in. Every single thing. And when I do that, I get so overwhelmed 
I don't want to leave my bed. I get so overwhelmed. I just, I can't do anything. I go into that analysis paralysis. Like, oh my God, this is too much. You just can't do anything. Or I'll start like 15 things and do all of them for like 20 minutes and end up not really doing anything. Okay. So write everything down that's going on in your head. All the random to-dos, all the things creating stress and anxiety, all the little knickknacks you want to get or the oil changes or the post office or buying pens or changing your billing or whatever it is, write all of it down. And then the second step is to go back through that list. Maybe it's a list, maybe it's more of a journal, whatever. And look at the things that you actually have to get done. Because here's the kicker. And this is said with love because I've done it too, but all of my clients do this. Oh my gosh, Renee, I'm just, I'm so overwhelmed. I just have so much to do. I don't know how I'm going to get it done. And I have to do this, this, and this. And I have them go through this exercise and I have them write out everything that they think they need to do. And then I have them write out the things they actually need to do. And oftentimes they still think it's about 27 things that they have to get done today, leading them to still feeling overwhelmed. So pretend your child or your dog was got extremely sick, just super sick, and you had to take them to the vet or they broke their arm, suddenly you would now have time to do that thing. See how I, see what I did there? (laughs) It shifted your priorities. You can be fully booked, have no time, no energy, no money. And yet the second that thing comes up, you suddenly have the time and the resources. You make it work. So before you go into that thinking of like, I just don't have time or this is the, or it's more like, this is the most important thing I have to get done. I want you to really get honest with yourself. What are the things you have to do today? Because most of the time, It's two or three things. And it's those two or three things that we get so overwhelmed by, we don't do anything because we think it's really 27 things. And when we look at a list of 27 things, it's very hard to get started. As opposed to a list of three things, non-negotiables that must get done today, and then the rest of the day is free. And then the rest of the day, do whatever you want. It's so much easier to just do them. Now, I promise you, if I were taking my own advice with the oil change, I would have had it done weeks ago. But I've been having other things on my list, like buying a couch, because that is way more fun to me (laughs) than getting my oil changed. But do you see what I'm saying here? We get super overwhelmed by all these things we think we have to do. And then we don't do anything or we do everything, but not very well. 
and not through its entirety. So then we're just left basically where we started. Okay, so those are the first two. The third is a little bit different. So I just want to go back through the first two things. Write it down. Brain dump, thought download, thought dump. I don't care. Get it out of your brain. All those little things that you're like, oh yeah, I forgot. Shoot, I have to do that. Oh yeah, I have to do this. Oh yeah, I have to do that. Spend five minutes, spend two minutes, spend 12 minutes. I don't care. Get it out. Set the time to do this in the morning because I promise you, this will save you so much time in the course of a day, in the course of a week, in the course of a year. I promise you will be way less overwhelmed and way more efficient if you do this, if you prioritize, if you manage your thinking. Because, little side note here, what is overwhelm anyways? It's never about the number of things on your to-do list. It's never about what they are. You can be so overwhelmed filled with anxiety in a jacuzzi, you know, laying down, trying to take a nap. When you're in a very safe environment, very comfortable environment, you can still be super overwhelmed. Why? Because overwhelmed is a feeling created by your thinking oh my gosh, I have so much to do today. I'm never going to be able to get this done. Oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? How much is that going to cost? I don't even know. And then, you know, that, that those wheels get going and then we just keep building, building, building. The pressure in the instant pot is building, building, building. And then by four, five, six, seven o'clock at night, we can't take it anymore. And then we eat. <sighs> Hit that valve release all that pressure, and then the cycle continues. You know, typically we get back up in the morning. Okay, I'm going to eat really good today because last night I didn't. And then it just keeps going. You know how that goes. So do that thought download. Take, it doesn't take that long. And then the second part is to prioritize those. Get really honest. Think about what actually has to get done today. What am I being overdramatic about? And I could very easily do on Thursday or Friday or next Tuesday or in six months from now. And just pick those couple of things. You know, if you want, you can have like a bonus list for you overachievers out there, which is all of you. um, That's like, okay, if I finish my three, I get to reward myself with this extra one. (laughs) If that makes you feel good, do that. (laughs) Okay, so those are the the first two. The last one, and this is something that I started doing a few years ago and If you're ever with me, you'll probably catch me doing this. And this is something you can do in bed with your children, out at a park, on a run, at work, anywhere. And and again, this is going to be a super easy one that you're going to want to poo-poo on. You're going to be like, that's too easy. That's never going to work for me. And so then you just keep doing your own own way. And so do it anyways. (laughs) And that is to take three deep breaths. In your nose, out your mouth, nice, big, full, deep breaths. This kind of tricks your central nervous system into convincing yourself that everything's okay. It's kind of bringing you back, bringing you back to baseline, grounding you a little bit. 
because I tend to have, hello, I don't know if we've ever met or if you've ever listened to any of my podcasts, but I tend to be a little bit more on the high strung side. I tend to be, you know, my kind of client, like the overachiever, go-getter. I like to be productive. I like to do things. And I like that about myself. I don't think we have to change our personalities to be, well, I mean, you don't. You for sure don't. I mean, I don't do the food thing anymore, right? I don't struggle with the food stuff anymore. And sure, my personality has shifted and it will continue to shift next year, five years from now, 10 years from now. But I don't think you have to lose your edge as a human. I don't think you have to lose that competitive drive, that competitive spirit to stop feeling out of control around food. But I do think that there are ways and and skills and tools to manage those, which I really hope that you pick up a lot of through this podcast. And that deep breathing one is one that I use all of the time just for a little reset. I've been test driving cars lately and I hate doing it more than anything. And it's just so overwhelming and I'm... I'm very much the type that's like, who cares? Let's just get it. I just want to be done with it. <laughs> and David is like, we are not doing that. We'll come back later. Oh my gosh, I just want to be done with it. Um, and so I, I got to practice some deep breathing on that. And I took um, the initiative to tell the car guy that I needed to have lunch because I was getting angry and I just wanted to be done. And I needed some fried chicken from Joella's Hot Chicken that is very good. And he let us just go in the car. He's like, okay, take this, come back after lunch. And so that was that was great. But I got to practice some deep breathing because I was getting that overwhelmed, anxiety, kind of old behavior ways of thinking and being, which I don't think will ever go away because I'm still a human. You're still a human, right? This is a skill. These are skills. The writing in the morning, the prioritizing your day, the top two to four most important tasks, the deep breathing, these are skills that will not come super easy or natural to you in the beginning. Just like plan on that. Don't expect to just nail this right off the bat. You know, you'll probably forget and then you'll get super overwhelmed and then maybe for three or four days you'll do it and you'll notice how great it was and then you'll stop and then you'll remind yourself again. You know, this takes practice. This is a skill that you will get better at with time. Okay, my friends, I hope that was a helpful episode because I know a lot of us struggle with that anxiety and overwhelm. And I hope this is just one more little tool you can stick in that tool belt to help you get through this. I will talk to you next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.